This podcast was sponsored by Baba Sobers Wealth Management at UBS Financial Services. Baba Sobers Wealth Management works with physicians, medical practices, and hospitals, providing comprehensive wealth management services for individuals and institutions. Visit our website at advisors.ubs.com forward slash Baba Sobers WM. We're members of FINRA and SIPC. This episode is brought to you by the Arizona Department of Health Services. Go to adhs.gov or to learn more about substance use disorder, check out azhealth.gov slash hopeheals. By assisting students from the minority group into pursuing medicine, we need to break the pattern that they, they don't see themselves in the workforce. Hi, and welcome to the Arizona Physician Podcast. My name is John McElligot, your host for today's episode, and we're joined by Dr. Karine Vanalis. She's an endocrinologist treating adult patients at the Phoenix VA Medical Center. Dr. Vanalis received her medical degree in Brazil and completing residency in Texas, followed by a fellowship at the University of Arizona College of Medicine, Phoenix, and also training at the National Institute of Diabetes, Digestive, and Kidney Diseases. She is also chair of the diversity subcommittee for the Maricopa County Medical Society. Dr. Vanalis, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It's a real pleasure to um, have you on and talk about today diversity, diversity, equity, inclusion. We have this diversity subcommittee in MCMS, and it matters to a large segment of the society now, and physicians, I think, are taking note of it as well. I'm wondering if we can just step back and just sort of talk about the focus of what's going on. We want to create greater diversity of physicians in the Valley in Maricopa County. Please share with listeners why a diverse workforce matters. The mission of Maricopa County Medical Society is to promote excellence and quality of care and the health of the community and to represent and serve its members by acting as a strong collective physician voice. To support this mission, the Maricopa County Medical Society Diversity Committee was created to promote greater diversity, equity, and inclusion of physicians, which will lead, and that's why it matters, to improve the patient care, inclusivity in medical care, and physician well-being. So we're talking about, at the end of it all, right, we do this because we want to get to improve patient care um, hopefully some recruitment and retention of a diverse workforce, other physicians who may want to stay working at a, an employer or practice or hospital if they see other physicians of similar backgrounds, and also physician well-being with some data tied to each of those. Is that right? That's right. So there is uh, great research already published showing that uh, diversity is very important for patients' care, especially with minority. Two big examples is that patients with minority background tend to receive less medications for pain. And also neonatal babies that are born before its time, if they are Black, they have a higher chance, 50% higher chance of surviving if they are cared by Black physicians compared to non-Black physicians. So this is 
quantitative data that we have showing the importance of diversity in the work, uh, the healthcare workforce. Okay, thank you very much. We won't go into a lot of detail about that. Maybe we can share with people in the show notes or something, some of the studies and, and data that you're referring to. But I wanted to move on to another question, which is about demographic information and how we can measure whether there's any progress that's going on. So I understand the Arizona Medical Board will ask physicians to share more demographic information when they renew their licenses. This is a voluntary process, but over time, the data will slowly grow and provide a better picture of the physician workforce. My question for you, Dr. Vanalis, is what can organizations do today to measure diversity? Well, the term diversity, right, in medical education has not changed over the past few decades. It's characterized, but not limited to race, ethnicity, gender, age, sexual orientation, education, culture, origin of training, heritage, religion, geography, physical abilities, and socioeconomic status. So those are all uh, englobe what diversity is. Each institution should be uh, gathering those informations in order to identify themselves and compare themselves to the general population of the area they are serving. And the idea is to match as much as they can the diversity on the our environment, like in our case, like Maricopa County, to what the patient's needs are, right? For instance, in Arizona, even though we do not have like a accurate account, we know the amount of physicians that have a Latino background, it's much less compared to the Latino population in uh, Maricopa County. Also the same as with the, the persons of color as well. So, uh, it seems that in the last two years, every institution is trying to gather those informations to eventually act upon it because we can't act on to what we don't know how big the, or small the problem is. It's also as important to act on its information. For instance, the gap in pay uh, comparing men and women in medicine uh, is around like 25% uh, gap difference. So a female physician is worth $0.75 of the male physician. So we know this and we know this for years now. However, the decrease in this gap has not uh, happened over the years. So just knowing this is happening is not enough. We need to consciously act against it. So it sounds like there's more data that we need to collect. Uh, I think Maricopa County Medical Society will be launching an effort to gather some more data by sending a survey out. But there's a lot that organizations can already take and act on today. And you highlight an ongoing issue with the pay gap based on gender between male and female physicians. And uh, I hope listeners can take that to heart and, and look at what they have going on, if, especially if they're an administration, if they have the power to make those changes and to be more transparent with their employees, and that's something they can do. Dr. Vanellis, uh, we'll take a short break, but before we do, I want to ask you this other question. What are we doing about 
diversity, equity, inclusion, often referred to as DEI. You know, some organizations you mentioned over the last two years are pushing to make positive change, and a lot of organizations have come out with public statements. But in your position as chair of this diversity committee, what has MCMS done about this or other employers that you know of? Well, as we created the, the DEI subcommittee, through it, uh, we have... Uh, we spoke against targeting physician based on the religion. We are partnering with four other institutions uh, to increase minority students to which to pursue medicine and providing all spectrum of patient of students uh, from elementary to medical school, mentoring them to navigate the process that leads to a successful career. We started with this quarter webinar series for example, one webinar that we held was uh, with Dr. Alisa Darden on implicit bias and its impact on healthcare disparities. We uh, have uh, put some uh, magazines forward with the DI as its highlight, and we are assisting other subcommittees in Maricopa County Medical Society. For example, uh, uh, those that are uh, focus on policies because a lot of policies can impact uh, minorities and we need to uh, assist them with. Thank you so much, Dr. Benalis. We'll take a short break and we'll be mm-hmm. right back to talk about more details about what's going on with this diversity subcommittee. We'll be right back. Are you a busy physician who's unhappy in your current practice but has no time to job search? Or is your administrator overwhelmed with work, but you're short-staffed and looking for help? InSync Healthcare Recruiters is here to help. We are Arizona's trusted local resource for healthcare staffing. Our recruiting process is streamlined to respect your schedule. We can save you time, effort, and money. Call us today at 602-284-0991 or visit our website at InSyncRecruiters.com. That's InSync. I-N-S-Y-N-C, recruiters.com. Welcome back to the Arizona Physician Podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Karine Vanales. So Dr. Vanales, I know that MCMS, uh, you mentioned this in the first half of the show, MCMS is also partnering with community organizations to educate students about careers in medicine, especially focused on students of color or those who come from underrepresented parts of society. Why would you say that matters? And what are some of these examples of the partnerships that are going on? It matters because having a more diverse uh, workforce increases problem solving uh, solutions, increase the different views of the problem to come up with more complete solutions. And uh, it impacts direct patient care. As few examples, like the uh, the neonatal uh, period for Black babies and uh, uh, pain management. And to finalize a product in medicine, aka a physician that is working on its full capacity, it's a long process and sometimes a process that if you don't uh, know how to navigate it's very easily for you to become persuaded to not pursue it. And uh, by by assisting 
students from the minority group into pursuing medicine, we need to break the pattern that they, they don't see themselves in the workforce. We need to be the whole models for those kids, adolescents, and young adults, and, and, and you know, show them the importance of them being involved in the healthcare and to be the leaders of change. We've talked a lot about diversity in the physician workforce, and you've mentioned how it's tied to patient care. Another aspect of DEI is the policy implications at local, state, even federal levels. And at the state level, for example, there are some bills that propose to restrict a physician's ability to practice medicine for marginalized patients, for underrepresented segments of our society. Would you briefly mention an example of one of these bills and how it connects to, ver- to diversity of physicians or the care that they provide to diverse patients? One of the bills that had passed uh, last year uh, involved uh, strict rules for abortion, for instance, and that decreased the ability of the physician to freely talk with uh, their you know, patients, uh, which women is considered a minority, about you know, all the options that are available for them independently of like the risks that uh, they carry through. Another bill that has been proposed, but it's in its infancy is regarding the transgender youth. And uh, talking about the transgender youth, it's impossible not to talk about the difference between treating transgender in the youth versus on uh, in the adult settings. Treating transgender in the youth requires a lot of counseling. And the maximum that is typically done for the, the transgender youth is upon uh, development of puberty, discussion on withholding this puberty and giving this kids more time to decide what is truly the best for them. So there is no invasive procedures that happen regarding changing their appearance uh, with surgery or even like hormonal therapy. It's just giving them stay the space to pause and uh, having more you know, discussion, what they really want to do next. And that is because of the high incidence of suicide that is present on those kids when they start developing secondary sex characteristics that goes against to their sexual identity. And removing the physician, the option to openly discuss with their patients, all the possibilities and making this uh, a a felony offense goes against what America is, which is to to, uh, a, a person owning their own body. This really goes against what in medicine we are preaching is that the patient should have the liberty to choose their own medical treatment. We should offer 
the options that are available and the patients based on their own background, their own understanding and their own sets of uh, ponderations of like what is going to be beneficial and what's going to be mostly detriment to them, choose the best medical options for them. Plus, majority of the Congress members, unfortunately, they don't have a medical background. So uh, making policies, removing from it the the medical background, why it should be uh, available for the physician to discuss patients, all the options, it's you know, it's practicing medical medicine without a medical license. So, you know, there's a lot of problems with that. Thank you so much for that. Um, our final question for you today, Dr. Vanellis, is how physicians listening to the show can get more involved. So if there's somebody listening who wants to um, get more involved with, for example, MCMS efforts on diversity, equity, inclusion, what's your advice to them? Just sign up for it. Go to the website and sign up for the uh, the diversity subcommittee. We are a very welcoming group, and we are all also donating our time in order to assist uh, this county of becoming more diverse. So come in. Uh, we welcome like everybody from any background, and uh, every single opinion matters to us. Uh, you just need to sign in for it and we'll have like very interesting discussions. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Our guest is Dr. Karina Vanales. She's an endocrinologist at the VA, Phoenix VA Medical Center. Dr. Vanales is also chair of the diversity subcommittee for Maricopa County Medical Society. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great day. Help to create the future of healthcare in Maricopa County, Arizona. Get involved by joining the Maricopa County Medical Society at mcmsonline.com join. Does your financial advisor help you pursue what matters most? With so much at stake when it comes to protecting everything you've worked so hard to achieve, it never hurts to get a second opinion about your financial future. At Baba Sobers Wealth Management at UBS Financial Services, our approach starts by understanding your life and what you want to accomplish. Then we work together to create a framework designed to give you the confidence to do what matters most, no matter what the markets are doing. We want to help ensure you have all you need for today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. For more information about Baba Sobers Wealth Management, visit our website at advisors.ubs.com forward slash Baba Sobers WM. We're members of FINRA and SIPC.